Happy Solemnity of Corpus Christi. Happy Father's Day. Thank you. Happy National Eucharistic Revival. That's right. Today is the first day of the United States Bishops' Conference Eucharistic Revival. As we embark on this revival, I think we need to just call it what it is. Things don't need to be revived unless they're dead. Things do not need to be revived unless they are dead. And the fact that the bishops of the United States of America are calling for a revival in our country, thanks be to God, they've realized what has happened in our church. That there is death. Prior to the pandemic, prior to, if you talk to, if you talk to a lot of brother priests, 30% less people are coming to Mass now prior to the pandemic. The pandemic brought that about. But the reality is it was already in people's hearts and souls. Prior to the pandemic, a study came out that said that 70% of Roman Catholics who identify as Catholic, not just baptized Catholics, 70% of Catholics who identify as Catholic do not believe that Jesus is truly present in the Eucharist. They, they do not believe that what happens at this altar changes bread and wine into the flesh and blood of Jesus. If you were told by your doctor that 70% of your arteries were blocked, what would your doctor say? You're dying. So the reality is, is that we need a revival because there is death and we need life. Thanks be to God, the bishops have asked for this revival and I'm very convinced that at the heart of it is not about me or Father Mayan or any other priest or any bishop beginning by trying to defend or catechize or teach those who are at Mass that Jesus is truly present in the Most Blessed Sacrament. In fact, I can probably guarantee that if you're here at 7.30 in the morning at Aurora, that you believe that. Some of you think this is absolutely silly and absurd and have no idea how people don't believe this. And I would agree with you. So I believe the first step that needs to be taken if we're going to talk about a revival is that every single Catholic who currently is going to church needs to have a revival in their personal, intimate relationship with Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. Is that the fact that we don't know it here? It not not, might, might not even be the fact that it hasn't gone from here to here. But we need a revival in our relationship with the fact that the second person in the Most Holy Trinity, God himself, Jesus himself, is right there. 
The second person of the Most Holy Trinity is right there. That he will come down upon this altar under the appearance of bread and wine in just a few moments, and that we will receive him and consume him. That we will consume God. And that should have us living lives of tremendous joy. We should be radiating with joy. And your neighbors and your co-workers and your family members should be like, I want to be like them. What do they have in their life that I don't have? And the easier response would be, you don't have Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. And if you had him and you consumed him and you spent hours in silence with him, your life would have joy and your life would change. Many of us know this, many of us receive him, many of us adore him, but we don't live the joy that we're called to live. And so we can't bring about a revival unless that intimate relationship with God exists that ultimately is joy. One of the fruits of the Holy Spirit, if you have the Holy Spirit, you have joy. Have I ever told you about the two ugliest things in the world? Let's start off with the second ugliest thing in the world. The second ugliest thing in the world is someone in the service industry who doesn't have joy. When you go to a restaurant and your waitress or your waiter doesn't have joy. When you go to a doctor's appointment and your nurse or your doctor don't have joy. When you call customer service and the person on the other line is rude or short. That is the second ugliest thing in the world. So then you might ask the question, Father, what is the ugliest thing in the world? The ugliest thing in the world is a Christian who doesn't have joy. Because out of anybody in the whole entire world that should have joy, it should be us. And is that how our neighbors, our family, our co-workers, and our friends would define us? That person has joy. And they have joy because Jesus lives within them because they receive Jesus at Mass and they adore him in silence in the tabernacle and in the monstrance. I want to make my words brief this morning. And I'm going to give you an assignment. You can take the other 20 minutes that I would normally preach and do your assignment. When I was in seminary, and that is when I was taught that Jesus was present in the Blessed Sacrament, my mother, who happens to be here this morning, gave me a bunch of prayer books. And in one of those prayer books was a prayer that changed my life. It is a guided meditation In, as Jesus speaking in the first person, leading you through prayer. So it's a guided meditation with the voice of Jesus leading you in a prayer in front of the Blessed Sacrament. So as we begin this Eucharistic revival, and as we need to personally and individually 
all the more allow our knowledge that Jesus is present in the Blessed Sacrament come deeply into our hearts and become a burning love, I believe that this prayer can help you to do that. So I reformatted it. It's now just on it's one half piece of paper. I believe they were passed out to you as you walked into Mass today. Some of you read the bulletin during my homily. Some of you might be even reading this, which is even better. So here's my homework assignment. This next week, I want you to go to a church that is unlocked. I want you to go in front of the tabernacle. And I just want you to read this slowly and prayerfully. And I truly do believe that you will find that when we foster anew our relationship with Jesus, when we rediscover, when we renew, we will have a revival and life will come again. God wants to do amazing and great things here in Aurora. God wants to do great and amazing things here in Dearborn County. God wants to do great things in our state, in our country, in our world. But the revival will only and can only start when we make ourselves open and receptive to the person of Jesus, the second person of his Holy Trinity, and welcome him in. So my brothers and sisters, as we enter into this revival like nothing else that has ever happened before in our country. May death be over. May life begin. And may joy overflow in our hearts. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.